Junkie. I'm your host, Stephanie Mora, and today I want to talk about how you can wash your dishes and also still have a positive impact on the environment. Seeing that the holidays are just around the corner, I thought this would be a great topic to tackle since there are going to be so many dishes washed over the next couple of weeks. Every single day doesn't seem like it's a big deal to our planet, but plastic bristles from brushes can go down our sinks into our waterways negatively contribute to our ecosystem. The number one way we can stop these different microplastics from affecting our marine life, ecosystems, and even ourselves is to adhere to a more simple, zero-waste dishwashing routine. It's important to make as many eco-conscious decisions as possible, even when it comes to washing our dishes. By the end of this episode, Green Junkie, you will know new ways you can modify the mundane tasks of dishwashing and make it a little more eco-friendly. If you love hearing new ways you can reduce your impact on the environment, please subscribe to my Green Junkie podcast on whatever platform you get your podcast. That way, you'll never miss another Green Living episode. Now let's get started. I want to first start talking about the great debate, the dishwasher versus hand washing your dishes. Many people waste gallons upon gallons of water when they do wash their dishes by hand. That's because faucets can release about 2.2 gallons of water per minute. Of course, that depends on the faucet that you are using and the make of the faucet, yada, 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 it just depends. But on average, it's 2.2 gallons. The dishwasher, on the other hand, can wash more dishes quickly, uses about six gallons of water. And if you're using a dishwasher with the Federal Environmental Protection Agency and it's an Energy Star certification, you will use less water per load, about four gallons. So let's talk about ways you can green up your cleanup when it comes to the dishwasher, and then we're going to touch on hand washing. Saving the most energy comes down to the heat that's used. A short cycle, let's say 50 minutes, may cost more since it uses massive amounts of heat and power, right? So what about the other settings that we might see on our dishwasher? So picking air dry instead of heat dry. Good old evaporation dries your cups and plates just as well as extra heat, but uses 50% less energy. Super mind-blowing. That is a lot less energy. No air-dry setting. Turn the dishwasher off, and then you open the door. That's what I do. And then I put, like, a cloth between the door, and so it's just kind of opened a little bit. Do you know anything about the rinse settings on your dishwasher? Such a setting uses extra water on dishes and runs through a full cycle with a rinse. So you're actually double the rinse, so double the cost, double the amount of water that is being used. So you don't want to pick the extra rinse setting. Then you want to avoid the heavy duty setting. Those also bring tons of water because it suds up to clean those really, really dirty dishes. So an option could be, yes, you're still using water, but an option could be that you could fill up a little bit of your sink and let your dishes soak that are super dirty, and this way you don't have to use the heavy-duty setting, and um, you're going to save a little bit of water. And my final dishwashing tip is never run it without anything less than a full load. 
So when you are using your dishwasher, make sure it's loaded with dishes, not two cups, one plate, and a fork. Because <laughs> yes, you are wasting tons of water if you are not using a full load. So now let's touch on hand washing. What are some tips when it comes to hand washing? Because if for whatever reason you're just like, I don't want to use a dishwasher, I don't own a dishwasher, I am going to clean my dishes the old fashioned way. And that's totally cool, right? That's totally cool. You get to choose how you wash your dishes. So I'm going to give you a couple of tips on how you can maybe make it a little bit more green. When you're filling the sink, only fill it with the amount of water that you actually need. When you are hand washing dishes, try to do a big load versus a small small load. So, you know, maybe um, in the morning, you want to wait till all the breakfast dishes are done before you wash them. Or maybe you'll wait till lunch and you'll wash the breakfast and the lunch dishes together. Another tip is to use a bin in the sink. You'll actually use less water and then you can maybe use the water somewhere else. Often, if I have leftover water, I will dump it outside. (laughs) And that way the grass is getting a little bit of water versus it just going down the sink. Hand washing can be a great way to eliminate energy because you are probably being a little bit more conscious of the amount of water that is being used, like the flow of water. So when you're washing your dishes by hand, try not to let the water run while you are scrubbing them. And also um, let's touch on the (laughs) rinsing of your dishes, right? So they get full of suds and then we rinse them, right? So what you can do is you start by wetting your sponge or whatever you're using to wash your dishes. You scrub your dishes and then you save the rinsing step for last. Make sure to clean the dishware right away to avoid hard stuck on gunk. If you need help determining if hand washing or using a dishwasher is better for the environment, you can totally reach out to me at the link in the show notes and you can pick my brain about this very topic. But we are now gonna jump into, what about the detergent and the soap that you're using when it comes to washing your dishes? I'm gonna get on my soapbox, no pun intended, and explain how refilling your dish soap and dishwasher detergent can actually reduce your carbon footprint because you're using less plastic. I love refill stations. I love bulk stores. And when it comes to your soap or your detergent, you can take a bottle, a plastic bottle you already have at home, and you can go to those stores and refill them. So you are reducing the amount of plastic that you're using and that is being created. Then there's also the option of tablets. I personally not use these, but I know a lot of people that do. And what it is, is a small tablet that you put into your own container so you can, you know, reuse an old plastic container and then you fill it with water. So it's a concentrated tablet. And this way there's less packaging that is involved by buying this product. If you decide that a refill station or um, a bulk store is just not for you. When it comes to the dishwasher, I buy these small, again, tablets. They come in a compostable film cellulose and I just pop it in my dishwasher and my dishes come out great. I don't refill at a bulk refill station. I feel like the tablets do a really, really good job at cleaning my dishes. Another option for cleaning your dishes, if you're looking at washing them by hand, is 
bars of soap, just like the soap you use to clean your body. You can get soap that is specifically designed for washing your dishes. So you, you do the exact same thing. You grab your sponge, your cloth, your brush, whatever it is you're using to clean your dishes and you rub the soap on it and then you clean your dishes that way. And a bar of soap does look kind of nice in your kitchen. <laughs> Although dirty dishes may pile up unnecessarily, we don't have to create more waste. That's why using these dish soap bars is great for the environment because there's less packaging and there's no plastic bottles. And like I mentioned, a bar of soap looks really nice on your counter. How about we talk about what you are using to clean your dishes? So we talked about the soap and now what are you putting that soap on when you are washing your dishes? I have a couple of options for you that are a little bit more eco-friendly. You can reuse old cloth that you have at home, like an old t-shirt or I don't know, some sort of rag you have at home. You can use that to wash your dishes and that way you don't have to buy something new. I really like to use these Swedish cloths. They are super hard and then when they get wet, they kind of get, they're super absorbent. So they're hard. And then when they get wet, they like soften. If you're looking to buy something new, you could totally do that option of getting a Swedish cloth. I am gonna link it in the show notes so you can take a look at it. I love them because they're super absorbent and they are compostable once they kind of fall apart. I recommend staying away from synthetic fibers like microfibers when it comes to cleaning and even drying your dishes. Microfibers can be treated with chemicals, not all, but they can be. And they release microplastics with every wash. Think about how that's going to impact the environment because those microplastics are being released into our water. Um, So like I said, you can use an old fabric, the Swedish cloth to wash your dishes. But if you are also looking for something new, like the Swedish cloth will be a new item that you will buy, kind of go in the direction maybe of organic cotton versus regular cotton because a lot of pesticides are used in the creation of that cotton. So you got a cloth, you can use a Swedish cloth, you can buy a new cloth, but what about sponges and scrubbers and those kind of things? So most sponges on the market are made of plastic and can be chemically treated. Typically they're yellow, blue, or like those green sponges. And they also release microplastic fibers into our water. But like I said, there is always a sustainable option. You can find sponges that are made of ground coconut fibers um, with 100% vegetable planet cellulose, non-toxic adhesive, And that's the adhesive is to keep the top layer to stick to the rest of the sponge. And that's when it comes to sponges. When it comes to brushes, you can find sustainable options as well. Most brushes that you see on the market, again, full of plastic, the bristles are plastic, the adhesive is made with some type of melted plastic. Everything is made of plastic, it seems, in our world. But you can find other options. I've seen some made of coconut, bamboo, teak, um, with wood handles, plant fibers, again, with the coconut fibers. I found one on freetheocean.com where they sell a wooden dish brush with a replaceable head. The handle is made of wood and then the bristles are made um, from the agave plant. But then (laughs) the great thing about it is that you know over time these brushes with their wear and tear and you're using them every day, instead of replacing the whole brush, you have the option to just replace the part where the bristles are and then you're reducing what kind of ends up in the landfill. A couple more tips for you guys when it comes to washing your dishes. Um, When you're drying your dishes, you can use an absorbent mat that'll help to dry your dishes faster. Just make sure to wash it kind of often because you don't want any mold to, to grow on your mat. 
Um, you could also use a drying rack and you could find a more sustainable option, which would be a wood versus plastic or stainless steel. And don't forget when you're doing your dishes by hand, you want to make sure you clean your sink. <laughs> I'm surprised at the amount of people that do not clean their sink. I mean, you're putting your dishes in there and then you're not cleaning your sink. So I suggest cleaning the drain and your sink. I clean mine once a week. So I use baking soda and vinegar as two ingredients that I use to unclog and clean the drains. One tip um, when it comes to the baking soda and vinegar, you can carefully put boiling water down the drain. Next, you pour one cup of baking soda and then the mixture of the vinegar down the drain. You cover the drain with a plug, wait about 10 minutes. Finally, you pour another pot of boiling water down the drain. And your pro tip is to use a one-to-one mixture of baking soda, vinegar, and water. And I also scrub inside my sink with vinegar and water as well. And lastly, on the topic of cleaning, I'd love to mention plastic bags. (laughs) There are curse... And they're a curse. (laughs) They can be used for almost anything, but they're a major contaminant to recycling facilities, waterways, roadways, our ecosystem. I dislike plastic bags. So if I do happen to get a plastic bag, um, whether it's a compostable one or a regular plastic bag, because um, when I order my veggies locally, they happen to come in this small compostable bag. So what I do is I wash and reuse that plastic bag instead of trashing it or throwing it in the compost right away. So super easy. I just scrub it with a little bit of soap and water, but I do them all at the same time so that I'm not wasting any water. (laughs) And a pointer is don't wash and reuse bags that contain any sort of raw meat. Like That goes without saying, you don't want to reuse bags that had like any sort of raw meat on it. You want to rinse it and then put it in the recycling if your recycling facility accepts plastic bags. And another tip is when you do dry them, dry them one way and then flip them inside out to dry the other way. So then you're making sure that you get it dried really, really well. The next time you find yourself standing over a sudsy sink, Try to be more mindful of how you wash the dishes and how it can impact the environment. Think about the products and the habits that your own family has during dishwashing and start making minor adjustments so that it's a little bit more eco-friendly. My hope is that at least one of these zero waste tips can help you live a little more green. For more inspiration on how to live a greener lifestyle, you can listen to my podcast episode called green grocery shopping, sustainable bathroom tips, or find simple ways to reduce your waste. Please stay connected with me on Instagram at Green Junkie Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the Green Junkie Podcast on the platform you're listening to. If you would like direct access to me, your green living expert, you can simply simply click the link in the show notes where you can ask me questions and get a customized plan on how you can live a little greener. Because if you're curious about zero waste living, sustainable fashion, or wondering how to read food, cleaning, and product labels, I have you covered. Hop on a one-on-one call with me as your green Google and pick my brain. Again, you can click the link in the show notes to learn more on how I can support you on your journey to living more green. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next Tuesday, Green Junkie.